that is my pet peeve when they get out all the toys for two seconds and then don't, you know, silly things like that. But I notice my, my frustration level gets to a point of me not even being able to see the children at that point. I don't see kids. I see stuff. Welcome to Adventure Parenting with Grace, a gospel parenting podcast where we will come alongside you to embrace the joys of parenting and walk through the most painful of challenges with courage and hope in Christ. Hi, I'm Lori Donahue, and I'll be your host for this podcast. And each week we will come to you with a variety of perspectives and a multitude of topics. Today we have Carolyn Hart with us again, and this is her second interview. Actually, it's a continuation of the first, but uh, she touches on definitely different things. If you missed her first podcast, go back and listen, because you will really get to know her and you will uh, love her. Today she talks about what overwhelms her and what she does about it. She gives us some practical ways of dealing with cleaning up the house and practical ways to overcome when she's down. Sometimes we deal with a little bit of depression when we feel like we're overwhelmed and that we feel like we're failing sometimes. And she talks a little bit about how she de- deals with that. And it's, uh, it's really excellent. So let's listen to that now. Okay, here is a maybe a tough question. We as parents have struggles. Some parents out there would say, and I've talked to them, I am so frustrated, I feel like I'm going to explode. And, you know, that's very real. Those emotions are very real. It's sometimes it's really hard. And parents that are in a different scale, sometimes parents feel that occasionally. Sometimes parents are feeling that like daily you know, their frustrations might be, be every single day. So let's talk about the struggles for just a little bit. Do you, have you had, do you have struggles? You know, are they, yeah, overwhelming or how, yeah, tell me about them and then how you deal with them. Oh, absolutely. We all have struggles and they're good. Anything that's good is hard, right? Um, and that's why God created families because I feel like it's a perfect time to practice working relationships out in the home where it's safe before we go out into the world. Um, I am a very controlling person. I said that before. I like a neat and tidy house and with four children home all day. Um, We're homeschooling family. That is my pet peeve when they get out all the toys for two seconds and then don't, you know, silly things like that. But I notice my my frustration level gets to a point of me not even being able to see the children at that point. I don't see kids. I see stuff. And, um, it's strange. I actually operate the way I did school as a kid is I would clean my room first and then I would do my schoolwork because I couldn't think straight in a messy environment. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a messy environment, our home. And so I, you know, the Lord's been good and helped me in that. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a pet peeve of mine is just mess. And there's a balance. I have taught my kids, you know what? I would love to read you a book. Let's clean up all the stuff off the couch so we have a place to sit. And I think that that is good for them to learn how to love each other. Mommy needs a little bit of a neat and tidy space to be able to do well in her life. 
Now I can give that to the Lord. And then there are some days where um, they can love me like that. They can learn to love mommy. And um, I think that's a good thing for us to practice that in our homes. Like, um, and so they've learned to, oh, before we do this thing, we're going to tidy up the living room. And they do a great job and they have great attitudes about that because we're working as a team. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm also what I call, it's funny. I am not an inclusive mom. I'm very independent. And if I'm cooking, I like to cook alone in the kitchen. Well, I have three kids out of the four who want to cook every single meal with me and have to stir things and crack the eggs. Oh man, that's the worst is crack the eggs. There's all the shells and the, you know, like (laughs) crack the eggs. I can do a better job. I know it does. It lands on the counter, half the egg. If you don't do it. Eggs are expensive these days. You don't want to waste those eggs. I mean, silly. It's so silly, but, um, I'm not an inclusive mom. I don't like to have a buddy next to me all the time doing the things. I just like to focus on the things that I want to do. I want to do them well, and then I can move on and do the kid things. Um, and I think the Lord has audibly told me, no, Carolyn, that's not how it works. And so I have learned to include my children in things. Um, but that's been such a joy too, because in the, in, in the things that where I, I need to learn in my life to let go of some things. It's okay to make messes. We hear that all the time. It's okay to make messes. It's also okay to clean up messes and have your children clean up those messes. That's okay, parents. Yeah. Uh, If they make a mess, they need to clean it up. Um, But, you know, I'm not, I don't enjoy cooking and I would love one of my children to be an amazing chef and cook all of our dinners. Well, James is going to be that kid. And he just has to be in the kitchen with me all the time. Well, I don't take the time to teach him how to cook. He's never going to cook. So ultimately it's a good thing for me to have him be included in the kitchen. So, I mean, that's kind of a silly example, but um, so many struggles, so many struggles. But again, I feel like if we see our children um, as a blessing and not a burden, the Lord has said children are a blessing and we have to trust the Lord. That is a hard thing. Sometimes in our frustration, we choose to um, meditate on scripture and believe it, even though we don't feel it. We don't feel all the time that our children are a blessing, do we? They, mm-hmm. they seem like little bitty burdens that are running around our house. And our culture wants us to believe that they're burdens. They're not burdens. God said that they're a blessing and we have to trust the Lord that that's true. They're and little we- burdens that are, things are escaping from them, messing up your house all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, you know, Lori, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> messy bless you know they are they're little bitty messy blessings yes <laughs> if i if i trust the lord that their blessings are not burdens if i allow him to work in my heart in that way then i get to see my children the way the lord sees them and and i think a lot of again goes back to joy i find a lot of joy in doing the things that i never thought i'd want to do cooking with my children it's one of my favorite things it's not always my favorite thing And there are days when I say, mommy's going to make dinner. And if you come into the kitchen, just don't, (laughs) I don't want to tell you what's going to happen to you if you come into my kitchen, because I'm not in a good mood. Um, But, you know, yeah, letting the Lord work through that is good. And okay, this just brings up something to me. I've talked to parents who are extremely frustrated about just say their kids cleaning up and they tell them to clean up. And they don't do it. They tell them again to clean up and they don't do it. And they tell them again and they just don't listen. They don't do it. Do you have any suggestions for those parents on how they could 
um, bring their kids along in that? That's a really great question. And it's kind of, it goes into a lot of different aspects, which we could talk about forever. I do not have all the answers. I just want you to know. All you Um, need, I only want one. (laughs) Well, um, I'm a minimalist and I believe that's been really good for our kids. We don't have a lot of things that we don't use in our home because it burdens our children. Interesting. Um, I think it really does. It burdens their mind. It's too much to think about. It's too Mm -hmm. much to get out. And when they get it all out, they can't play with anything. And so Mm -hmm. we have very specific um, toys and activities in our house that are really good for them. And we don't keep a lot of extra stuff in our house. So it Mm -hmm. makes cleaning a lot easier and a lot faster. I don't want to burden my kids with that when they don't know how to manage that. They're not old enough to what they know is get everything out, play with everything all day. And then, oh, it's so hard to clean it up. But if you keep less things in the house, you manage the thing that you can manage and then let them manage the things that they can manage that they're old enough to. And um, we, to be honest, also, um, I, I would say our culture kind of wants parents to not be these authority figures in their kids' lives. And it's okay to be the authority. It's okay to say mommy's the boss and God gave you a mommy for a reason because I love you, but you're not very good at making decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Kids aren't making, they don't make good decisions. They have to be taught that. And, um, and so when I say now, David and I, especially David in our home, he's like, mommy asked you to do something once and she better not ask you again. And so we do want our um, commands and our voice to be um, taken seriously in our home. And so I would say there are consequences and it's okay to have consequences in your home parents. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but kids need those boundaries and they need mm-hmm. to know how far they can push. Cause they're going to keep pushing until they, they fly. will push and push and push. And that's a frustration. And you don't have to have that frustration in your home because your kids need to know um, what they can do and what they can't do. They're kids. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. You, you will give your kids peace in your home, if you give them boundaries, they Mm -hmm. will choose. There's no chaos in your home. And so my kids love, we go to the library, we bring all these books home and they sit for hours on the couch and they read. I never Mm -hmm. thought that my kids would read, but they're peaceful because they know their boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And they can trust me. They know if I say something, I mean it. And so they trust my words. So when I say it's cleanup time, it's cleanup time. Now, what we've done in our home, just practically speaking and other parents can do whatever they want. Um, I let the house be pretty chaotic during the day. It's okay if you get things out and play things. It's There's science experiments going on and schoolwork everywhere. And I just have to breathe through that. But at the end of the day, um, when I put the kids to bed and we have mommy has mommy time, I need the house clean and the kids are a part of doing that. And that's half their job and half mine. And so we work as a team. And I think it's been actually a really fun time. We usually turn on some music and we do some dancing and we clean the house because they made the mess too, and they need to clean it up. (laughs) That's really good. Um, And that's one of the things, especially early on when kids are young and they get overwhelmed easy. I used to find that if I would get on the, on my hands and knees and pick up, pick up things with them that they would say, oh, that does look fun. If I look like I'm having fun doing it, then they will see possibly it as fun and say, yeah, that, that looks fun. Absolutely. So. And I will say that too. This is, again, this doesn't sound like a, a yummy thing to talk about in parenting, but kids need to learn how to do hard things and things 
things that they don't want to do. And mm-hmm. if they don't figure that out as kids, they're never going to hold a job because they're going to be told something to do and they're not going to feel like doing it. So mm-hmm. clean up it doesn't always, isn't always going to feel good and yummy in their little bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a rule and it might sound harsh to other people, but it's worked really well for us. We have four kids and they all have to help clean up. And if one of them's just kind of poking around doing nothing while the other three are working hard, we give them a warning. We say, if you, if you're being lazy and not helping as a team, then you're going to do all the work. Um, and so if they continue to be lazy, we say, okay, everyone stop. You guys can grab a book and go read a book. And this kid's going to finish the whole cleanup in your room. And it has been effective because no one <laughs> wants to have to clean up. I have not heard of that. That sounds like a great, I, great strategy. Yeah. We've only had to do it about two times and it's been effective. Even for the kids who didn't have to clean up, they saw it and they knew (laughs) I better clean up. So. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I love it. Now you are a person. You are a woman. I am pretty sure that you have moments that you get overwhelmed, maybe a little down. And First, I should ask you, is that true? Do you ever get overwhelmed and maybe a little down sometimes? Last night, I was expressing to my husband, he came home late from work. And I said, just so you know, I don't know why, but I'm, I feel like I'm going to cry today. Oh, uh, I did, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of little things piling up. He works a lot of hours in his job and, um, and we chose that and we, um, I, he is very involved when he can be, but he's just works a lot of hours and he's gone a lot. And I think over time, every few months, I feel kind of the heaviness of not having him around very much. And so just needed a good cry, but yes, mm-hmm. I definitely down. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do when you feel that way? One of the things you do is cry. Do you feel bad for crying? Uh, sometimes I do, but um, I have a wonderful husband who encourages me you do it. You do a lot of work. It's really hard work. Not everyone can do it. You need to emote and get this out and be able mm-hmm. to express it and thank the Lord for a really wonderfully, a, a wonderful man who listens. He's a really good listener to me. So um, he also is very discerning and he can help me make decisions if I'm going off on something. And he says, well, you know, maybe we should try it at a different, at a, from a different angle. Um, he mm-hmm. prays with me. We pray together. It's so mm-hmm. important. Um, but yeah, I definitely can get down when I, I will say, I will say, um, actually just in the last few weeks, I have seen my desperate need for being, for needing to be in the word. Um, I wish I could tell you, I have devotion time every morning. I don't, I don't wake up before my children. I love sleep so much. Um, I know, right. That's ugly guys. Like I <laughs> Expected me to say I, ha- I have devotion every single morning at five in the morning. I do not do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that I would love to practice more, but I also don't want to spend time in the word with the Lord um, in a striving way, because I feel like it's something that I need to check off the list. I want to do it because I want to spend time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but man, do I feel when I'm feeling down, I, the Lord is now allowing me to remember, I need to spend time with my savior. I need to spend time. One of the more practical ways that I do is turn on some worship music. It has been so powerful for me in the midst of chaos. Um, when I'm feeling like, gosh, I wish I could just put my kids outside and lock the door. Um, I turn some worship music on and I usually do the dishes. It's something that I can accomplish 
clean, um, kind of check off the list. And I can just spend a lot of time focusing on the Lord. And when I focus on the Lord, it takes away me. I don't focus so much on the things that I'm worried about because I'm focusing on Christ and what he's done. And isn't that, a, isn't that the best way that we can take away our worries? Your worries become very small, not insignificant. The Lord cares about them, but they're mm-hmm. so small when mm-hmm. um, we remember what the Lord's done for us, you know, yeah. and, um, and I will say gratitude. Have you ever read? It was a long time ago. I think it's a thousand thanks or something. I can't remember who oh. wrote it, but um, no, but I want to. Oh, it sounds wonderful. A long time ago, I read it and I didn't understand it when I read it. But every time you want to complain or get down about something, it doesn't feel good and you don't want to do it. But it's a good practice to just look around and pick something that you can be grateful for because mm-hmm. you replace that attitude with what the Lord's done. And as you practice that, you become more grateful. You actually start feeling grateful because you look around and you don't see the mess. You see the Lord's given me four children. I prayed for a big family. I actually prayed for children and we didn't think we could have children and look what the Lord's done. Um, Mm -hmm. Look at the healing that we've seen in our adopted kids. There's so many things that we can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just practicing David teases me, he goes, name three things you're grateful for go. And sometimes I don't want to, when I want to complain, but, um, <laughs> but it's a good practice. <laughs> that is, oh, that's such good advice. Good advice. You are such a treasure trove of wisdom. Oh gosh. I am only doing what works for us, you know? Yep. Okay. You talked a little bit about, um, feeling freedom. Um, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but there are parents, I know there are, again, I've talked to many out there who feel trapped. They feel like this is not what I expected. You know, I thought kids would be fun, but it's not fun. It's overwhelming. Do you have any thoughts for parents that might be feeling that? Well, we're going to stop there. And how about that for a cliffhanger? Carolyn is just so full of wisdom. I just so appreciate her practicality and her thoughts. And we will continue listening to her next week, I believe. That will be podcast three. And the book that she recommended on gratitude was 1,000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. And I'm going to leave that link in the show notes so you can take a look at that. So that will close today's show. Thanks for being here. And remember, rest in the Lord this week. (music) 